Hey, yo, what up? It's the Why Not Us podcast. Your boy, Dane. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Haywood. Yo, what's going down? It's your boy, Reese. What's up, y'all? It's Jeremy. We're in episode 25, man. We back at it. 25. God damn, 25. 25. Shit. A lot of these motherfuckers, boy. Doing it big, man. We got a good show for y'all today, man. I'm going to get into our topics that we got. So tip of the week, we're going to let Jeremy handle that in just a second. And then with our hot or not, we got the Senate impeachment trial that started in the Senate. Uh, we're going to talk about Delonte West a little bit in mental health. Um, a kid is forced to cut his dreads to walk in his graduation in Mont Bellevue, Texas. Super Bowl is set and the teams are in. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. And then with the hot or not, we're going to talk about Aaron Hernandez and the documentary, The Killer Inside. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But conscious news, man, we felt like it was only appropriate with MLK Day uh, just passing that. We talk about the, untro- the untold story and the Poor People's Campaign and touch on a couple of other little topics with MLK. But dispel some myths. Yeah, dispel some myths mm-hmm. out there for our brother Martin Luther King Jr. Please do, because I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. <laughs> then our main topic of the day, we're going to talk about the top stresses of men and black men in particular. So, mm-hmm. hey, man, let's kick back. Jeremy, you ready for the tip of the week, bro? Do a little something, something. Tip of the week. 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 Tip of the we can do our own shit, man. We can't, we can't get everything for these motherfuckers. We got to do our own shit at some point. <laughs> hey, man, we might have some talented people out here, yeah, you know? Man. Hey, man, we goddamn sure I'm Jamie Foxx trying to make no jingle. <laughs> <laughs> so, y'all, the tip of the week is going to be centered around the company you keep. Basically, your inner circle. So, in the words of Booker T. Washington, he said, associate yourself with people of good quality. For it's better to be alone than in bad company which I agree with 100%, because your ability to reach your potential is basically determined by the people that are closest to you. And I don't think that God put us here on this earth for us to be loners, for us to you know do things by ourselves, be unaccountable. I think he put us here you know, to have a good support system, uh, to be around certain people, like an inner circle. And I think, uh, you know, having an inner circle, those are people that, you know, you can lean on in all aspects of life, you know, when it pertains to, you know, career, uh, it could be uh, family-oriented, relationships, uh, all things of that nature. So you need to, to make sure you surround yourself with good people in your inner circle, and you need to surround yourself with people that, you know, you can trust, trustworthy people, dependable people, you know, somebody that's, that's going to actually follow up on what they say. Uh, also, another thing is, though, you need to uh, to have people that are positive and they're optimistic around you. You know, yeah. you don't want no negative Nancy's out here. That's true. You know, you want people to, to build you up. You don't want them to bring you down. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, you don't want a yes man or yes woman out there. That's true. You don't 100%. want somebody to keep it real with me. Keep yeah. it real with me. You don't me. want nobody to agree with. Yeah, exactly. Tell me exactly how you feel. No, you shouldn't smash her. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, that's advice like that. Yes, you should smash her. <laughs> You gotta have you gotta have on both dude. sides, bro. You got the fucking devil nah, thing on that side. Nah, I can't that too. You oh you married? Nah. See what I'm saying? That's, that's all good. Nah, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> 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 but look at A B though. Antonio Brown. What about you think he got yes man in his life? Absolutely. Of course he does. Exactly. Somebody telling him to sit his ass down somewhere. So, you know, also, you know, you need to uh have people that, you know that push you to your limits, that that help drive you. Uh, you know, those are people you need to have in your inner circle. 
And then once you have those people in your circle, you know, you're going to reap some benefits. Some of the benefits you're going to reap is it's going to boost your mental and physical health. Right. Uh, you're going to feel motivated and driven. Uh, you're going to have unique perspectives uh, that you typically wouldn't have had. Uh, and you're going to have a stronger foundation. Right. So at the end of the day, you know, it's good to have a, a good inner circle. Make sure you surround yourself by good people uh, that help you grow. Uh, and that's that, man. Yeah. I mean, that's a true testament of what we got at this table right now, man. Just to kind of give you all a snapshot of what goes on with the Why Not Us podcast. I mean, we push each other day in and day out. We have ideas. We throw them back each other. If mm -hmm. it's a bad idea, we don't have a problem saying it with no hurt feelings. If it's a good idea, we give praise where praise is due. And also right now, I mean, give a shout out to Jeremy. He's uh, making us compete. Yeah. Another level. So, uh, yeah. like, I'm going to have to get a little bit slimmer. <laughs> no, I didn't got down. That's a nice little, little competition. Nice <laughs> so little competition. Talk, tell them about the competition you got for us, man. So, Chad, um, Chad's the one that said he's going to win. So, why don't you go ahead and explain? What the fuck oh, you mean? I don't know. Hey, Chad, I hear. That nigga lost half his body weight already. Necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> I don't necessarily do need it, to do Water. this. <laughs> I don't necessarily need to do this because that, that's like it's like it's cheating and it's like not my purpose right now. So you know, I said me be comp competing with y'all guys. It it's like it's it's How's not it exactly it's going against what I'm already doing. You know what I'm saying? So it don't matter. It ain't like I need this shit to keep doing what the fuck I'm doing out here. You feel me? <laughs> so we're taking it, we're going to take it a step further. It's not just weight loss with this. We're going to do the body fat percentage too as well. So it's going to be a little different. It's my first time doing it. I got a, a ex bodybuilder or still active bodybuilder and a, and a real life uh, professional personal trainer at the table too as well. So got to test my limits a little bit. See, Okay. We're going. Yeah, German are eating nothing but chicken breast and egg, boiled eggs. And yeah, the boy nah, that's, I do that like the when, majority of the week. When you see him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Two pints of ice cream. I would never eat two pints of ice cream. Two pints ain't that bad, though, bro. That's a lot of We went out Sunday. This fool. He could not help himself but to try to find a damn donut. The entire time, we walking down the street. Oh, they're going to donut stop. They're going to donut. Like, leave this shit alone, <laughs> That's what I did on my drive Did you go now? get uh, six, six donuts? No, nah, I couldn't. I couldn't find a place. So I stopped at, <laughs> I stopped at a convenience store. I got uh, I started off with a honey bun, and then I got them sweetest red, sweetest fish or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's good. That's so nasty. Fish. Together? The, the, yeah. little, the little wax kind of candy, the little ring oh. candy. Yeah. So I got that. I, I stopped, and then I was like, I went probably about another 10, 15 more miles oh. down. You and stopped I stopped again? at another convenience store. I got two honey buns, and I got, uh, what was it, six, six donut holes? And then oh, you got a sugar problem. Yeah, yeah, but your cholesterol <laughs> fucked up, man. Yeah. What your cholesterol great, look man. like? You sure? Yeah, I just binge every. That's not healthy days, food. That's not days. good to just like eat so healthy and just well, throw a bunch of bullshit in your mouth. Oh, no, I know it's bad. <laughs> I'm still gonna beat you though. In the well, conversation. Two, two I'm not even point. competing. There's no point for me to even do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really about competing against yourself. Yeah. Main thing. I just want everybody to win. Um, everybody got different body types, different stages of fitness and mm -hmm. everything. But so I'm not, you know, I, I kid around. But uh, to Jeremy's point, uh, you know, Jim Rome says you're the uh, sum of you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. That's that's, that's and, right. Uh, and and I I truly believe that. And I just want to say, and we can move on. Uh, that I think I made a mistake of trying to get everything from my friends and family. That's I shouldn't say that. That that sounds kind of weird, but. Like sometimes you, we run into issues when we try to make somebody who's not fit to, 
to yeah. be that type of counsel, gotcha. be that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to know who you can go to for mm-hmm. certain things. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know mm-hmm. there's certain things like I'm just not going to bring to my to my mom. Yeah, exactly. It just, it just, there's certain things that I know who to bring certain things to. And so uh, have, a, have a network that you can bring whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. And don't yeah. force yo just because it's your i mean not saying keeping lies but you know you should have people that you can go to for certain things and then you know that's always helpful yeah oh, quick note to piggyback on that i'll receive advice from anybody in the world but i only pick and choose what's with value for me mm-hmm. um to move forward so like <clears throat> you said i agree with you wholeheartedly on that bro yeah. that's good see what hey, happened man. to me saturday y'all want that to happen to y'all Let's get, on <laughs> let's get into the how to not, fellas. So the Senate impeachment trial in the Senate has started. I know. I know. I don't know. <laughs> 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 that like, yeah. That's gonna be tight. Right. How to not is So we got um a Senate impeachment trial started, and I watched a little bit of it yesterday, mostly passively, just kind of put headphones in while I was at work. And, Listen to him. It looks like it's getting off to a good start, man. The house, uh, in, the house managers, are really putting up a case to make you say, "Hey, I don't know how you're gonna have a trial without having witnesses or documents in mm-hmm. order to really prove that the president um, abused his power and obstructed mm-hmm. justice." So, it's a uh, it's been kind of interesting to see just the, how they, you know, go through everything. And you know, back in '99, I was a kid at that time. I wasn't really paying attention when Clinton was. Uh, going through his impeachment trial, but just to kind of see, you know, 20 years down the road, what it looks like, it's, it's eye-opening, man. Mm-hmm. I know if you guys have been paying attention to it or saw anything about it. I feel like y'all looking at me. I am. What the fuck are you looking at me for? <laughs> I'll be perfectly honest with you. I haven't looked at not one goddamn part of this Senate shit, yeah. and I told you. I was like, I'm finna stop fucking with Donald Trump. But start watching this stuff because, like, I'm telling you, it, it puts you in the space, man, of too much negativity. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not there in my life no more. I done rose above that shit. And every time I hear anything about Don Trump, who I was just, my shit just throw a ball. Like, you know what? This motherfucker gonna keep getting away with this shit over and over and over again, bro. And nobody gonna be able to stop him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he is the world's yeah. greatest so con man. I've kind of, I've kind of definitely toned it down as well mm-hmm. because. The amount of things that they let him get away with, it's just, it mind blows me. And it makes me so frustrated because yeah. I know, I know, I saw something, I forgot about this. I forgot that Melania did a Playboy shoot. Did she? Can you, nigga, what? You can you imagine? Me? Can you imagine Michelle Obama being in Playboy with nudes, bro? Oh, no, 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 you gonna have to imagine because they ain't gonna show it, but did bro. you see Melania's titties? That's what I'm saying. Her titties is out there. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's just like, you gotta go home. That's all right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she probably already did. No, it, keep it, it, going. it just reminded me, like, you know what? Don't don't even try to compare this because it's just gonna make you mad. Because they will defend. If we could just defend ourselves like Republicans defend Donald Trump, boy, we'd be black people, boy, Bro, we'd be in that thing. You know? That was a thought <laughs> I had today when I seen that shit, I swear, boy. They rocking with that dude right there. No matter but, what. And I get it, nobody's watching, but that this shit is scary, man. Because he yeah. got on the news the same day that they were like pleading the case, and he said that they won't be able to do anything because I have all the documents. <laughs> <laughs> 
I said, we got to be playing. This can't be real. No, he didn't. He said, I have the documents. Bro, I said, don't nobody hear this shit. He flexing. Ain't nobody going to do shit about he flexing. I didn't even know that, man. Who gonna stop him? You can't say no, I couldn't say no shit like that. And me expect they had a handcuffs waiting on me. That's crazy. Hey, you come over here. That's up for you. Try these bracelets out. You wouldn't even got to this point. Yeah, you would have yeah, been true. you would have been dead in the water. So it's about grabbing mm-hmm. pussies. That's a bad man, boy. I'm telling grabbing you. Grabbing pussies. Man, that, is the, that, that is the paying off paying off porn stars. Paying, I mean, come on, bro. It's to the point I'm just like, dog. That's why it's funny now. It's funny. It's there. It's funny, but it's just like, dog, the length. I don't know if we've ever seen the length that white folks would cut for each other after seeing this. You know what I mean? I don't know if we've ever seen it. I don't know mm-hmm. if I can think of any examples. You Bro, know, I can't. He, got, just, he gotta be lying in pockets with money or something, fool. Ain't no way so I would keep no, pushing that bar like that, no, man. No, bro. People that white people live in that in bubbles, bro. Like they literally believe this media coverage, bro, and that and, and they just like bypass certain things. Like he hasn't really been mm-hmm. successful in anything, bro. Yeah. And you bank bro casino. You bankrupted a casino. Make her a lot of shit. But see, yeah, I'm talking like, about they get money. Just yeah, they come to in. spend money in your establishment. Yeah, but I'm talking about I'm talking about the cabinet people. Them the ones that's like I don't see a problem with well, they it. Him, but it yeah. has to be expected. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But they still gonna have careers after he's gone. So they're just I don't like, see how doing that shit behind him. It's how deep it is, man. Bullshit, you seen the man. you seen the latest episode of Power, right? No. Or the one before that. I have not watched Power in like I ain't watched Power for like six episodes. I'm spoiling for you. Go ahead. I was starting, but like I was starting (laughs) to think that the damn politicians are just as corrupt as that damn show. I'm like, there's no way in hell. Where they get the ideas from? That's where they get the ideas from. I mean, it's it's a TV show, but I mean, the shit came from somewhere. I'm gonna give it a not. Yes, I'm not. I'm gonna give it a big not, man. I'm gonna give it a not too. (laughs) I'm giving a hell not. Let's move on, man. So. It's some sad news, man. It looks like Delonte West was back in the news. And I, I don't know if he was in Dallas or in D.C. It was conflicting reports there for me. But um, it looks like he had gotten into an altercation with the pedestrian. Um, and they got into a fight. And the pedestrian was basically stomping him down, stomping his head it. down. They showed the whole video. And uh, police came and they recorded him. And that video leaked on the web. But it clearly shows that he's going through something severe with drugs and of course with mental illness. Mm. If you don't know anything from the past, he, um, I think he was suffering from uh, bipolar disorder. Yeah. yeah. And schizophrenia yeah, too. Yeah. As well. Allegedly, I don't know for <clears> certain, <throat> but that's what I've been hearing. And then, you know, put that in with drug abuse too. At the same time, you got a perfect cocktail for someone to not be there mentally. Yeah. So of course I wanted to bring it to the table for everybody. It wasn't, I saw a lot of jokes about it, but it wasn't really a laughing matter for me. No, nah, I wasn't laughing. Um, I wasn't laughing. It was really sad more than anything. But now everybody's ready to step up and try to help him out. Yeah, I said, they said the NBA stepped up and doing something. They trying to reach out to him and give him. <clears> uh, this man was cold, man. I liked his game and everything. Yeah, he could ball. I, it man. took me forever to really be like, damn, that's really him seeing him like homeless like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope he get the help, man. He lost his teeth, so we know kind of what that. That meant, what what that mean? Um, and so. I'm sure I don't know if he's ever been to any type of rehab, but that's man, that drugs can destroy your life. The fall from grace, then I can't imagine. They say he makes 16 million. Yeah, all gone. Especially that far. You fall that far. Like, you know, you were part of like he was. Bro, but he probably part, been the man his whole life. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like D1 star. He was the man. Him and Jameer Nelson was the man's. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, they went 32 and 0 
Yeah, and see, hey, that was cold, bro. That's who they went thirty. With. Yeah, he put yeah, him and Janier yeah. Russell was on Saint Saint Joseph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, uh, I mean, so he been the man his whole life. So now, mm. you know, it's crazy, <clears throat> man. But God bless him, man. I hope he can get the help he need. I hope the NBA they should put their arm around him and really like aggressively try to help out because that could be a great story. You know, let him get clean and maybe he can help out with y'all's uh, drug drug program. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I had a thought. It was like. Um, do you think the NBA is, you know, necessarily responsible for getting him put back together and rehabbing him? Because, I mean, if it was just like a job like you and I, you know, they're our jobs are not going to go. step in. Yeah, right. they're not going to get any of that shit. I think, I think they're a little bit more invested because he's still associated with the NBA when they say his name. You know, right. he's an NBA player. Yeah. But uh, it would be great if <clears throat> employers were down for that. It'd be yeah. great. But I feel, I feel like they've already distanced themselves enough from him to not even try to help. Because this shit, this has not been going on since whenever the fuck they did this video. That boy was wandering around Houston. Y'all remember that shit? Wandering around Houston with a jack-in-the-box cup. Outside jack-in-the-box. Boys taking pictures with him. You know what I'm saying? And like you said just a few seconds ago, that this shit ain't funny. I haven't looked at the video. Like when y'all sent it out and people were like, fuck it. I was like, I didn't click on it. Because I was like, man, this shit is fucked up. This dude been going through this for a minute now. Ain't nobody did nothing. Now they get his ass whooped. You know what I'm saying? It goes viral. Oh my God, the NBA needs to step up. This motherfucker been out in the street way before that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's bullshit. Yeah. But like what you said, it, it hadn't gone viral. So people, people haven't been seeing people didn't know oh, about it. Oh man, that shit is everywhere. The first thing, all this stuff is everywhere, but it's the fact that he wasn't being harmed. So now that this guy is just like getting his ass whooped on film, oh, we got to step up. Because they, I mean, for him to just be walking around taking pictures with people, they don't care about that shit. That's a funny moment for them. Right. But now he's got he's gotten hurt. Yeah. It's like, oh, now we got to step up. Yeah, yeah. But I yeah. think, but I think though, if, if that would have been on Sports Center or all these other uh, sports talk shows and stuff like that about him wandering around, I, I think it, we probably would have got the same response but, as well. <clears throat> so have you? So I haven't looked at ESPN or any other sports channel like like I used to. Yeah. Have they even talked about it on there? Oh yeah, they've been talking yeah, about it. That's, about how, it. that's how I found out about it. Because I don't have social media. Yeah. yeah, so and that's, that's, that's the only way, that's only way yeah. I found out. And the Breakfast Club talked about it. that's the only way I really found out because I didn't click the videos. Mm. I just uh, was listening to like the rumor report that Angela Yee does, and they mm. played the audio in the yeah. background. And I mean, you can obviously tell there's something wrong there because I mean, he was saying he was the president and stuff like yeah. that, and he was just he's going through pretty bad, man. But but look how they let look how they let them fall, <clears> man. I, I'm glad that uh, that shame shit didn't happen to Cat because Cat was on his way. In. Ooh, Cat, Cat Williams, Williams. Remember all this stupid shit he started doing? But but nobody stepped up. They just fucking laughed at him, bro. Every single time. Like I don't even I'm think sure they gave him the right ass, help. Man, you gotta be willing to accept help, bro. Right. It's still hard. Yeah. You know, it starts so, with you, yeah. Until I see the to what he's refused. Because mm. I guarantee you, the first time he got social media, I guarantee his former players reached out. Right. Mm. So for now, maybe man, maybe it didn't work, but I'm hoping soon. Yeah, yeah. That's a not that. another not. Yeah, yeah, definitely so. not for me. In a, I mean, in a sober way. In a sober I mean, it'd way. be hot if they help this man. You know, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a not because of the situation, but it'd be hot that now it's awareness. You feel me? Yeah, I think so. a call to action just for everybody that's listening. If y'all, you know, if you have somebody that's on the verge of suffering to that degree, and you have the resources to help in any way, then put your arm around them as much as you can. You may not be no able doubt. to, you know, change anything, but at least you're showing that you care and you're trying. No so. doubt. No doubt. He could be the second coming out there. Fell off. So um, 
so Haywood brought it to my attention that a kid got forced or is going to be forced to cut his dreads to walk across the stage for graduation. Man. They, they suspended spend, them already, bro. Hmm? They suspended them. They suspended them. Hmm? They're saying um, the superintendent said our policy limits the length. It's been that way for 30 years. So of course it's enough for me. It's enough for me though. But it's like, I mean, you. This is local. This is not too far from. This is a suburb of H Town. So you saying it's been thirty years? It's been in the in I guess the bylaws for what the fuck does that mean? What does that even matter? How do you pass some shit like that? What's the show? It's old. You show it's old already. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> you come get Freddie yeah, Tom, bro. Hop on the mic real quick. We got a, a surprise guest who just so, stepped in. So, yeah, just actually just reading up on the article. They actually, uh, So, actually, just reading the a new article, they actually they changed that policy in December of last year. Mm. So, he's been going to school this whole time with his hair like that. So, y'all changed in December. So now y'all don't want to let this young man walk. Wow. So you can't just crazy. change the policy and then. Mm. Yeah. So where does right? So so if he can go to school, appreciate that. If he can, yeah, yeah, yeah. If he can go to school with dreads, that nigga can't walk. Walk graduation. How you gonna be like a nigga can't come to school? You know what I'm saying? Like it'd be different if they were. It wouldn't be different. It still wouldn't be good. But if you let him go to school to learn mm. and earn his degree every day, how the hell you gonna fix your mouth to be like he can't walk with that same hair? <laughs> yeah, he goes right. to school every day. That doesn't make any sense. So you picking a fight, a fight for nothing, bro. Yeah. So do so. Do you got any like background information on this kid? Like, is was he like top he said, honors and shit like that? I don't know, but I mean, he said he's been going to shit since seventh grade. Yeah, that's bullshit. Five years. Like, uh, D Hop reached out to them too. Like, man, don't cut your fucking hair, bro. Don't do that shit for them. Some bullshit, man. Yeah, no. Nah, I mean, it's just it's one of those things. It's like a show that the school is culturally clueless and they're not mm. trying to, you know, identify with the other students that are mm. that, that don't look like them. You know what I mean? I mean, black it's, people, black, it's a stigma around it, and black people' hair is different. You know what I mean? We have different type of hair, and locks is a, uh, has been around forever. You know what I'm saying? It's not even trendy. So but I don't think it's, but I don't, but I don't the, think the issue the is, the, is the locks, though. Well, I mean, the, yes, it is. But it's the perception but what about locks, really. But no, but what yeah. they're saying is, they're trying to say it's the length, though. Can't the tie it up. They're not. They're not saying you can't have dreadlocks. They're low. They're, and I know yeah, it's culturally biased. Yeah. I, I trust me. I, I get it a hundred percent. But my question is: Are there any white kids out there with long hair? Yeah, because they want you to cut Susie's hair. Yeah, hair exactly. Too long. Because I'm assuming there can't be any white kids out there that have long hair like that, right? Gee, Willikers, Becky. He ain't got no real partners because huh? he ain't got no real partners. Like his his partners at that school. If I was them, I'd go get some either. fake ass. Yeah, I wouldn't walk. I'll go get fake dress. Wear them bitches to the graduation. Be like, y'all gonna make us fucking yeah. stop now? So Do something. Walk? Fuck no. Been walking on me, shit. You still get your shit. You still graduate. I don't know. At yeah. that age, it probably means something. Man, if, if, I'm pretty sure if you had the bread, you can you can civil get in that ass. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going you, straight to you, a lawyer. Soon you somebody already. say something like that to one of this my lawyers. Been so so if law. I was them, man, this sucks though because it costs money to even do that. If you even sent a lawyer letter to them, like what we're prepared oh. to do, and you send it to the superintendent, he'd be like, I just want to let you know that. We will come at you. We will, I don't know, in a nice, you know, lawyer type threaten. Yeah. You know, they know yeah. how to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, be like, we will, you know, we, it's we like, will execute hey, our, to our fullest extent. We then we can, resources. yeah, we will exhaust all resources. <laughs> then surely, <laughs> you know, 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 you know
you know, they already getting calls because I looked at the district trying to find a demographic of it. I couldn't find it, but I want to see know, that policy. Bro. It looked like there was a bunch of, you know, I those, see those, those from the caucus mountains, which is what's expected. Um, <laughs> but um, the caucus mountains, yeah, man, one of Yakubians. But we from Wakanda, they from. Yakubia. Yakubia. Some But Sean Keenan got involved now too, so there ain't no once he get involved. Oh, yeah, it's a wrap. All of them. Oh, it's bad, it's bad publicity, man. So hopefully it changed, but you know, uh black people at that school need to be trying to get the hell about it. Yeah, yeah. The All spectrum's right. so crazy though, because you have one spectrum where they don't want to see your hair be, you know, expressive in, in one mm. form. And you got one side, they want they want to touch your hair every time you come into slap the shit like out of facility. Like People love my boy's hair, like Aiden's hair. So they touch their hair. They want to go touch his hair. I don't. You love him touch it. I don't really have a problem with it. Be honest with you, but I don't like. Hey, you ain't finna be touching my. Yeah, don't yeah, touch my fucking kid hair. Like Can that. I come touch your, your wife hair like that? Do that shit to him one time and see what they say to you. You better get back. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, gonna call the police. I swear. Shit, I'm gonna call the police. Don't touch oh, my man. kid. I'm gonna tell you, you're trying to attack him. I don't know what you do. I don't know you. It's definitely not. I'm gonna yeah. have to start bringing some because yeah. I think we've been doing a lot of knots. Yeah, we got some knots. You picked a lot of goddamn knots. I got a hot when the Super yeah, Bowl is set. That shit is not <laughs> fucking hot because none of our people's in the race. That boy reset Lizzo hot. What? She do look good though. Oh man, oh man. If you close your right eye just a little bit, she's straight. What? Bro, she, even in the darkest room, you can tell that bitch don't look good. She a hot McGriddle. Hey, why she got to be all that, though? I'm sorry. Even in the darkest room, you can tell that bitch don't look good. I'm sorry. Pardon my French. She has all the confidence in the world, and that is gangster. That is. Yo. I can dig it. But she needs to stop from But I told you, I, told you I don't have no problem with that, man. No, Yo, it is, if but, she was skinny... If Come she was skinny, on, it wouldn't be no issue. It wouldn't. So because of that, I don't have no issue with her being big. I just, uh, I, she's very close to mammying. She's very close to Tim, Tiffany Haddishing. Yeah. Very close to flavor flavoring. Yeah. Uh, You're very close to tap dancing. I'm yeah. not willing to say it yet, mm. but how you are, because that may be your personality. And I've said this. Yeah. Maybe that's literally your personality. You and that doesn't kind of matter because we know they will put certain type of people in front. Wait till, and, wait till uh, it start getting cold out there. Wait till it start getting cold for you. Yeah. All that she kind of jucking. It's been cold she, before. You act like she ain't been on this earth. Nah, I'm talking about like career-wise. <laughs> she ain't hit a peak. She ain't hit a peak now. So once that star oh, start going oh. down. She ain't gonna hit no peak. She, man. <laughs> Lizzo got it going on. Yeah, I don't know. I think she's here to stay as far as musically, but I just, you know, she I just don't like, I just don't like, I just want us to be known for a craft. And yeah. I, I, I don't want to see your body is, every time I turn on this car. She is talented. She's ultra talented. So I just want her to be known for that. Um, and how you express your art body wise, I think partially is, is, is a little bit overblown. Not by her. Maybe it's probably other people's media outlets doing that, but. Yeah, I mean, is that the first thing y'all go to whenever you hear her name? You think about her twerking and stuff like that? I don't. I mean, because it's the only thing she put out for me. That's the only thing I've seen. I haven't even heard any music. I I I mean, because that seat, yeah, she's good. I can't even get skittles out of my head when I see her now. (laughs) You still think about that, bro? I do. It's it's stuck. It's burning in my head. (laughs) If y'all don't know what I'm talking about, she got a she got another picture. She did a scene like like. Uh, like pot. Tub, 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 tub full of skills. 
Yeah, yeah, Pac had, had milk like or something like that. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. Now they said he was 65 bags. Oh, Y'all tripping, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, now, king size five regular. bags. Huh? In a, the king size or regular bag? Five king bags? <laughs> that's five bags of Skittles? Nah, 55. 55 oh, bags of Skittles? Yeah. And that's uh, I believe it. Lord, Lord forgive me. I'm just playing. Get more than that, but okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep it moving, man. Super Bowl, man. Super Bowl set. So I have to regrettably say it's it's hot, but um, I hope the 49ers damn 49ers win. Damn, 49ers in there, man. Well, I hope they win. I hope the 49ers win after and I seen Kansas that. Uh, after I seen that tweet that uh, Patrick Mahomes was like, he thought George Zimmerman was innocent. innocent. Yeah. Oh, Did he still feel that way? What? He still feel that way? He's, he's, I, hope, I don't know. I mean, he they put up his old tweets, you know. Well, you know, a lot of young people say a lot of crazy shit in their tweets. Bro. I told Jeremy this weekend. I said something wrong with that boy. You see how he walking? He walking. Yeah, he was walking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, he walked fast. He walked like he ruck. I wonder if his parents was in the military. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. I think it's gonna be a good game. No, I'm, yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, 49 is gonna give it the board though. I ain't gonna lie. You think so? Yeah, man. Uh, they defensive line is amazing. Yeah, they're they gonna yeah. hit that boy. They're gonna hit that boy. They're gonna have him running around. I think Tyree Hill will break through for a couple. You know, it'll be some big plays, but overall, they're gonna make it physical. And these boys run the ball, bro. Mm-hmm. Them boys run the ball good. Running ball, play defense, win championships. That's fact. See, but with Kansas City, though, it's a little different, though, because, yeah, 49ers can control uh, the possession, time of possession, but Kansas City can score like In that. 13 seconds. So it really doesn't necessarily matter. So it's going it's gonna to be very interesting. It, it, yeah. it, matters. But, it matters if you keep the person in front of you, you make them <clears throat> drive the length of the field and always continuously have to, if you don't give up the big play, right. then you got to go 10, 11 play drive. Oh, yeah, against right. that defense, shit can just happen. Drop a ball. Don't get a third down conversion. You know what I'm saying? So if you just and you slow the ball down, you run the ball, you just playing 49er style ball. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And if they keep them under 30, mm. they're they have a great shot of yeah. a I great shot. I mean, I don't see Mahomes doing like how he do other teams, man. For our defense is you can't go stout. down, you can't get down 10 on these boys. You're gonna be in trouble. Yeah, man. You're gonna be in trouble. I think you see underestimating it? Kansas City. I'm, I'm not, I'm not bro. though. I'm not. I'm bro, just I want to see the ball get past that line. Bro. It's over. Yeah, get this. What they play? They play zone. The consensus is the physical team always wins. Sherman, they finesse. They kind of finesse, so they don't have to come with it. Yeah, you said cheap. Forty nine. How you go past? How you pass the safety to catch the interception? Bro, that's football. He playing football. How you cheating? He out there just like everybody else playing football. I mean, if the defensive lines play like they did against the Packers, there's no way they're gonna win. So I think the offensive line. Bro, them boys was gashing them boys. And the defensive line, that boy <coughs> had no time. If you win a line of scrimmage, you're going to win any game. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because Patrick Mahomes ain't going to have no time to throw. You better keep him running, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he that could be, be a gift, that be a gift in the curse, though, too, at the same time, because Nick Bosa can't chase Patrick Mahomes the whole game. That, yeah, that gas going to run out. Shit. And that second, the second half ball. is when they usually Fuck turn that. it on. Yeah, bro. They're going to be able to drop eight in coverage, eight, uh, seven in coverage, and just be chilling. Like, go ahead. Okay. Well, now nah, they gonna run the ball then. Mm-hmm. Do that. They don't they run, run the ball very well. Uh, they don't got to do uh, that. If you drop eight people, they gonna they gonna learn how to. Just because you drop eight, don't mean don't mean. I mean, I, just because you drop, I mean, you have more people to tackle the running back because they they're not blitzing. The X factor is gonna be <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. That is gonna be the X factor in the Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo plays 49ers. That plays well. The 49ers can't be beat. 
Yeah, that's true. He just played decent. He, he, they get, they he get hands on Garoppolo. It's over with. He just need honestly, Garoppolo just need to make like Jimmy G need to make like one or two plays. The rest, they gonna run the ball. They gonna play D. It's gonna be like one or two throws. Third down, yeah. keep the chain moving. He make them and don't turn the ball over. He don't gotta be Superman. Patrick Mahomes has to be Superman. All got the pressure you. on him. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy G just gotta play his game. He fuck around, throw the ball 25 times max. Guarantee you, Patrick throwing 40. 40 to 50. Because they ain't got their running game is trash. And you ain't finna run on like the 49ers. Kansas City's like offense is just trash. They say they're trash. That the running game is trash. Kansas City defense is trash. If you talk about strength the versus defense, weakness, yeah. if you talk about strength versus strength, I mean, the 49ers mm-hmm. match up great against them. Yeah, they do. That's why defensively yeah. they match up well. You can get after the quarterback, which is hard for Patrick Mahomes, right. and you can cover. You got good cover people. So you like. You know, usually in that situation, it's harder for the offense than defense. I feel like I'm not saying it won't happen because right, Tyreek right. Hill is an X factor, right? Because he gonna Kelsey. get free. He and gonna, Kelsey. Well, I'm I'm worried about Tyreek. Tyreek. Well, all them Boston burners though. Who's number seventeen that played for them? Armin. That motherfucker that fast. Boy, We've been talking about him for weeks. That motherfucker fast, man. Well, yeah. kick him the ball. Kick that bitch out of bounds. Yep. Bust y'all last. <laughs> hey, man. Mm-hmm. I'm good. With, I'm good with it though, man. They got there though, so I'm hey, playing. leave it at that. I'm just playing. <laughs> All right, so another hot man. Uh, while we stand on football, man, we watched the uh, Aaron Hernandez documentary. Well, I think I watched all of it. Hey, we're yeah, I watched, watched it. I have to watch that. I'm gonna give it a hot for the documentary, but of course, it was it's well just done. Another, it was very well done. I another think. sad story, man. Um, and it begs the question of you know how y'all feel about y'all kids playing football and the effects of CTE. Ain't no football. Hmm? Ain't no football. You ain't playing. Nope. It's <laughs> ain't say that, but. that. It's crazy. No, I feel like I want to give my kids a choice because I don't want them to get like nah, I don't want them to get like in middle school and high school and then they see all their friends playing and they want to play and I'm pulling back because I'm from a small town where that's shit, that's all we had, you know. Friday nights, you were in that stadium. That's Friday night lights, baby. Yeah. We're gonna go to the game. Yeah. And that's just in the DNA from where mm-hmm. I'm from. So it's kind of one of those things like we in Texas too. On top yeah, of it, it's, it's not just ball, it's not just where I'm from. It's just Texas. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So everybody's playing. <clears throat> like, what do y'all? How do y'all feel about it, man? I mean, are you guaranteeing my my child's safety? I don't think you can with that. See, you can't. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like anything can fucking happen out there, bro. Like, I mean, not just out there on the football field too, man. Like all sports, some freak accident can happen. You know, yeah. Again, basketball. Paul George going for a dunk, come down awkward, boom, they fucked all up. You know what I'm saying? But I I don't like playing with the brain, man. Yeah. I do not like playing with that shit. Like, and they got to figure out something, man. Because I've seen how the helmets are. Like, that's new, what you told said earlier about you know, detecting a concussion right, right in there from the mm-hmm. helmet. Mm-hmm. But if you see, like, I see the commercial where they got, like, shock absorbers, you know what I'm saying, in these helmets and stuff now. I'm like, I don't, why won't boys, y'all remember Jim Kelly helmet? Oh boy, get a helmet like Jim Kelly. My boy, Jim Kelly had a big-ass extra cushion helmet, fool. Like, he ain't have no issues. Good. But well, I don't think it matters because your brain moves regardless. Regardless, yeah. Because of the, the amount of speed and then the immediate stopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's something. a little space yeah. in between in the crevice of your head, so it can move. Mm-hmm. Even when you, yeah. But um, I thought it was very well done. I thought it was very well done. And seeing the story from beginning to end was very great storytelling. Uh, I feel the things that kind of jumped out for me were. Um, you know, how some people can, we all got problems, but some people got problems that money can't fix and them is real problems. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
as much as my upbringing was something, I only had one problem, and that was, I should say, one of my few problems was just getting some money. Mm-hmm. But in this case, you know, dealing with abuse, um, allegedly sexual abuse to him early, as we find out at the very, 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 very end. Um, those are things that are the gifts that keeps on giving, so to speak, to you to like deal with it. Yeah. And so I was wondering, I was wondering, and it literally is at the end how he's, the brother was like, how he think your brother got touched. And a lot of times that is, you know, messes us up, tra- traumatizes us. And ironically, in a weird way, crazy, a lot of times leads to us going after the opposite sex. I mean, sorry, the, the same, same sex, sex mm-hmm. which is kind of like, I don't really necessarily know how to connect that the dots, correlation, the correlation yeah. but it's like, damn, you got molested by a dude, you would think like, you want to be you away from him as much as possible, but that's crazy, you know. Dominance will establish dominance over another male. That's what it is. Well, yeah, yeah, it's tough. It was definitely tough to watch, man. Just seeing him go through everything, and like I told y'all, I I don't know. It felt kind of weird because they humanize him in a way. You got to remember that he did, you know, murder someone, and he he was in prison, you know, Some for people. that <laughs> two at the same time, and it's just. Um, well, I thought they did a good job of bringing up Odin and had his people on there and, yeah. and bringing in other people's families as well because I think they did want to show credence to the fact that somebody wasn't able to speak on Right, right. You know, uh, even though they weren't on camera, mm. were they interviewed? I don't think they were. No, I think they took interviews. clips. They just took clips. But yeah. they, nobody was actually like sitting down for interviews. I, I noticed that. Yeah. Okay. They probably didn't want to. They probably were like, no, nah, I'm not being involved in that. You know? Yeah. Especially with, you know, him, you know, dying at the hands of Aaron Hernandez and you don't know how that documentary is going to turn out and stuff like that. But yeah, it was, it was just eye opening, man. And I kind of, I mean, at the same time, it kind of puts a, a light on the NFL, you know, as far as, you know, how are you representing your players? Because there's a lot of things that were going on too with the, with the Patriots as far as he wanted to get a trade because he was trying to get away uh, from a perceived threat that he had in his mind. And they were like, no. We'll get you like a, um, you know, apartment. a secluded apartment away and stuff like that. And this is there in the show. Yeah, on the on the I think it was on I the third I episode. Finish it there, man. See, I got about uh, an episode and maybe a half. And... Yeah, me too. Uh, so my question is, since y'all finished it, did they ever allude to him not uh, committing suicide? Did, did, did they? kind of bring up that it could have been something else or did they talk about that or no i think it was apparent that he did it because there is where there was a a statute there um in the state of boston where if you're going through an appeal yeah and you end up dying while you're in um while you're in custody while you're in jail yeah then it vacates your whole um your whole sentence like it's as if it never happened so he would be eligible to get his basically his nfl pension i believe would go to his wife um and his daughter if it happened but then at the same time they reversed it too mm-hmm. and it seemed like they did it all for what? him they reversed it so it now that sentence is back on him but they can reverse it yeah oh, I, so, I didn't know they could retroactively do that but honestly the only thing i kept thinking about was like up, damn man. i want the nfl to take care of the baby girl that's yeah. the only thing i was thinking about yeah, like, yeah I, want, me too. I just want Robert Crabb in his heart, he don't have to do it, but I just want to like, I just think about that girl, that little baby girl, so pretty. And I mm-hmm. think about my daughter and I was like, that's the person I'm worried about. 
Yeah, give us some of that cheese, man. They Money probably are. They probably doing stuff and just not. I, mean, I don't know. Wife was a real one though. She wasn't. <laughs> she wasn't giving up nothing. Yeah, yeah. No. And that's selfish, man. Selfish for what he did because it Could've puts to prison. his girl in in the situation. Oh yeah. She doing what she have to do to be honest. I mean, mm. I can't blame her at all. Yeah. She just trying to. She didn't. They didn't sit down and agree with what they was about to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? She probably didn't even ask for the issue. She's like, oh my god, what what have you done? Right. You know, committing perjury up there. You about to go to prison. Yeah, you better plead the fifth. One, two, three, four, fifth. I don't remember. I don't it know. Was, it was crazy how he just yeah. like like immediately flipped to like, I'm gonna kill this person. Like if it was something that happened, yeah. like and he was upset with you for any reason, yeah. it's like you gonna die. Like I was like, hey That's man, scary. I ain't ride your foot take an Uber, bro. You see how <laughs> he, <laughs> you see how he like, flipped man. that on his mom? What he looked, what he came down to, he said like he was a hyper, he was like not the nice Paranoia. guy. He was the he was the opposite. <clears throat> what was the other kind? He was like the hyper narcissistic male. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Where his powers was related to physical dominance, mm. being the athlete and having a gun, which is power. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody who's solid, don't even think about necessarily always oh, having guns on me. Cause you like, like I'm good with myself. Yeah, I'm not you know what I'm saying? Trouble, yeah. I'm not looking for trouble, something like that. So it shows where he thought power was, um, and how them boys like died over nothing. And they still, we, I don't, it really didn't even go in why it happened. Yeah. We don't even know what happened. Some people, some people, some people, some people, some people, they say he got into it at the club, right? Some people alleged that. Some people say he he got, he he caught him, caught him in, you know, doing some sexual act or something. Nah, I did hear that too. So he thought him and Owen Lord. Regardless, that's not a reason to to die, dog. Yeah, none of it is. The dog killed somebody, man. He shot his, uh, shot his friend in the face. In the documentary, because it's um, he got paranoid in the club, but that, and this man, look, yeah. I'm gonna say this. Look, I ain't trying to advocate nobody do no murder, but let me tell you this: if you're gonna do a murder, there's certain basic things you gotta do. <laughs> now, now, yeah. How about how about do you know the cell phone knows exactly where you are all the time? Do you know <laughs> she pings you by the towers. I mean, you know, it's like tire tracks. <laughs> yeah. It's just like he phone calls. Damn. Ready to call. No. He didn't know what the fuck he was and doing. And the surveillance couldn't do that right. That nigga didn't do nothing right. Hey. <laughs> that nigga was terrible criminal. Hey. God. If you just think about that, they ain't trying to kill nobody. <laughs> they ain't trying to kill nobody. So you left the bubble licious in the car. <laughs> he was, with your DNA on it? He was a criminal second, man. The man was in the NFL. He was nobody yeah. no damn criminal. This was not the, the sharpest knife in the drawer, man. Not. I'm going to need you to think this down a little bit more. <laughs> Just don't do it, fuck it. Don't do it, but it, I mean. Just don't do it at all. Blood. He left the blood by Odin's body. Man, no, this man, this man yeah. body, this man body two miles from his house in the wall, you know. Two miles. Yeah, high, close. Luxury, luxury close. neighborhood. This nigga, like, and you the only associate in the neighborhood. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, what are you doing? Aaron Nandez. You, you, you ain't watched Breaking Bad. You ain't gonna take him to the desert. Yeah, no. You ain't gonna put him in no, uh, no hydrochloric acid. I I'm know, just right? saying. Yeah. Make you sure you watch first 48. You better Shit, he walk around with the damn gun in his hand. Ignorant ass. His girlfriend was like, What is it? It looks like a black blob to me. I, I saw that part. I saw that. She like, I, I don't know. I can't see it. Then he blew it up. I, oh, I, I really can't yeah. see it now. I can't see it. Shoot somebody with a gun that's registered to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, ladies, like, basic, basic. Watch like Scarface movies yeah, or something that know how to commit. You could watch the Irishman and knew better yeah. than that. God damn, they let you know it wasn't playing though. 
They just lost it and just killed him. Yeah, I mean, like, what was you gonna do? Was you really like gonna shoot him in the face, your friend in the face, and then just go back? Like, what was what was gonna happen if you if you you know what I'm saying? Like, you just shoot him in the head and be like, oh yeah, like you think you're going back to your old life after that? And then they actually did. Yeah, they did. But it's just for like, a little while. <laughs> Only because it, 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 it was street justice, but man. yeah, he would he would have had to. Uh, yeah, that's crazy, man. I don't that's know, a, that's man. a hot it's though, just, man. It's a good documentary. Yeah, it's hot. It's I recommend everybody going to see. It's a three part documentary. I'm on Netflix. I mean, even though these motherfuckers have spoiled the whole show for y'all, so it really don't sure, matter. Man. A spoiler alert: We put it on there. I'll put it on the notes. Uh, the shit live <laughs> on the notes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, two people watching Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the conscious news segment, man. So um it looks I'm gonna uh kick it over to Haywood, talk about Mr. Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, man. Our brother uh MLK Day just passed. So I know you enjoyed Sunday funding on his pre-day. <laughs> on his pre-day. He's one of the uh he made is he on the only black man that got a national holiday? I bet. Pretty, so, pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, I want us to add Garvey and, and Malcolm on there. But anyway, uh, Garvey, Jay-Z going to get one before all of them watch. It's very important. I want to touch on this because I feel like we got to do this man justice. And MLK is the number one most popular person in the world. In, in, <coughs> in the world. Meaning like they do that by like Wikipedia, like hits and everything like nationwide. It's him and an Aristotle. Wow. Which I don't even know if Aristotle was a real person. It may just be something. Where's Michelle Obama on this list? I know she got to be up that high. But his legacy is one of the most famous, but it's also one of the most distorted. Um, because we've been giving a version of MLK that a lot of people do not know. And I think it's important to highlight some of the things that he did so you can get a clear picture of what he was about. And when you when you taint things and you tell things from a certain perspective, that is racist. And I'm like, how can this racist? Well, the definition of racist is, is using privilege uh, to, to, it's a power relationship, first of all, to maintain wealth, power, and resources. And so when you tell somebody that this man's whole plight was all about the dream and you know, civil rights, it, that's not a complete picture. And that doesn't accurately educate the white people or the black people to how we can learn from his actions. So I want to bring up three quick things. Um, and some of y'all, y'all feel free to chime in on any of this, y'all. The first thing is, it is like 99.9999910 that he was assassinated by uh, the government. government. But a lot of people don't know about Cointel Pro program. Does anybody know about the Cointel program? Mm -hmm. yep. Anybody heard about that? Cointel Cointel program was uh, short for uh, counterintelligence program by the FBI, mm -hmm. Mr. J. Edgar. Allegedly Hoover. still going on today. Yes, yes. And uh, it says here in 1956, to uh, Cointel Pro was uh, created to disrupt activities of the Communist Party. Now, J. Edgar Hoover really did not like MLK, and he associated MLK with communist uh, philosophies. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, it was supposedly supposed to look at, after domestic groups like the Ku Klux Klan, socialist workers, and eventually spread into the Black Panther Party. But Cointel Pro uh, had several <clears throat> goals, um, and many of them were uh, to literally, 
it says in the documents to actually prevent the rise of a black messiah. And so one thing I want you, I just want to drop that first thing, look at the Cointel Pro and look at how the government of America had a role to play in the spying on this man. Unauthorized surveillance. Unauthorized surveillance, calling this man, death threats, all this type of things. And the irony. Uh-huh. And the irony is they tweeted happy MLK day on his on his on his day on Monday. Uh number two, uh, he was hated, not revered for many of his stances, kind of like Kaepernick, mm-hmm. uh, especially when he uh spoke out against the Vietnam War. So it's all good when you talk about buses and things like that. But when you came out and you, you came out against Vietnam, um, it was crazy. His 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 how people kind of approached him was with disdain. So I have a little quick quote here. He says, uh, taking the black young black man who has been crippled by our society and sending them 8,000 miles away to guarantee liberties in Southeast Asia, which had not uh, been found in Southwest Georgia and East Harlem. So, um, you know, he was a, a big advocate. Him and Muhammad Ali, you know, yeah, both be calling them, call me nigga. That's right. Watching like that, I should have kept going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he was hated, uh, and he wasn't as celebrated as people, as many people think. And then finally, and the most uh, important is MLK was down with. Uh, economics. That's the big thing. And so whether, uh, if you actually look at the speech of the whole, the whole I Have a Dream speech, you'll see in the beginning he's talking about a promissory note that the U.S. owes. And a promissory note is, is a promise to pay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so he talks about how, you know, the equivalent of you just got, you put me in jail for something I didn't do, and then you just like let me out of jail and be like, alright, cool, you're free. But you didn't give me no bus fare, you didn't give me no money for getting nothing to eat, you know what I'm saying? You just like, I just got to leave the jail, but yeah. I don't have nothing to build an economic base. In the meantime, the Homestead Act and many other government subsidies help white people maintain power. And those are still land. going on today. And they're still going on today. Even the GI Bill, they wouldn't even give a nigga the GI Bill. So mm. we'll go fight for you in another country and you wouldn't even giving us the same privilege to go get a college education. You know what I'm saying? It's so bullshit, people need to man. do the, the research about this stuff. That's why you don't hear a lot of people arguing, well, in the Midwest, talk about Trump and these trade wars that he has with China because he's offering incentives for the people that are truly affected mm. because that's the base that's going to vote for him. Right. The electoral college. I can't stand this. Yeah. So fight is fixed, if you yeah, understand. Man. And I had a note, too, for that, too, uh, on, to back, piggyback you, Haywood, the Poor People's Campaign, yeah, okay. uh, yeah, which yeah, is what, uh, you know, MLK was uh, trying to bring forth for everyone, which is he asks for the federal government to prioritize helping the poor with a $30 billion anti-poverty package that included, among other demands, a commitment to full employment, a guaranteed annual income measure, and more low-income housing. The Poor People's Campaign was part of the second phase of the civil rights movement. King said, we believe the highest patriotism demands the ending of the war and the opening of the bloodless war to final victory over racism and poverty. Yeah, I mean, a lot of, and he was smart with that, y'all, because I think instead of just focusing around black people, he knew that there was a bunch of poor black people. Right. So he decided his approach was like, he was like, okay, these white people in Appalachian Mountains and these Hispanics over here and these people here, they, y'all, look, we all poor. So why don't we just do it this way and maybe it takes some heat off and be like, the blacks won't. You know what I'm saying? So he was very strategic, uh, strategic in his language, talking about poor instead of saying stuff like reparations, things that just scare white people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Too much. 
So he would he would talk about the working poor and things like that, which include a lot of black people. But uh, that was his approach, and I wish he could have, you know, got to see what he was doing. Yeah, isn't it amazing? Like over fifty years, damn near over fifty years later, we still having those conversations in the universal health care, universal yep. basic income, those things that you're hearing on the trails from Democrats and stuff like that is still uh, relevant today. Yes, and. You know, you're not really seeing any movement. The rich keep getting richer and keep putting in the poor, keep getting their neck stumped on. That's right. So, I mean. It's important to understand our heroes and what they had to go through. This man gave the ultimate sacrifice. Whether you believe in everything, he, he, he ultimately he was a good man. He was a godly man. Yeah. And I just feel like once you understand the full <clears throat> diverse layers of him, you can be able to more ready to pick up the torch. Cause if you didn't know that was the torch he was carrying talking about economic justice, then why would you care about it? Yeah. You know what I mean? At least not, at least if somebody watching this knows that that's what MLK was about as well, maybe they can teach their kids about that. You know what I mean? Because how he's taught in the schools is just like a pipe dream, like, Oh, pie in the sky. I want us to, to, to just love and live together. And I just keep telling people racism is not a moral issue. It's an economic power issue. And if you keep showing MLK and be like, I just want to sit on the lunch table with you and eat lunch with you, you're not adequately showing what racism is. Right. You know, I don't give a fuck about eating a sandwich with you. I just want the same amount of money and I want my school to look like your school. Yeah. yeah. I just want my neighborhood to get the same amount of cuts. And you don't got to fuck with me. Mm-hmm. Just give me my money and I can go over here with my people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I don't have to fuck with you. Yeah, exactly. And so... Uh, we got the we got the big mistake of thinking we we were fighting for uh, and many maybe black people were they were thinking ice uh, white people ice is colder and thinking that we had to get like white people to get success and we just needed the money yeah. we just needed the same opportunities and resources. Yeah, I think the biggest thing right now. I mean, he definitely left a uh, you know a, a print for someone to pick up the torch and you know take off running. It's just a matter of. Who, who can we get get behind, you know, to to get that going? Because I don't want it to be the same scenario. Like, for instance, God forbid, something were to happen to Colin, Colin Kaepernick. Mm. I don't want it to be a martyr type system for us to finally see and understand what he had ta- what he was talking about. Because I feel that's what happened. Like Haywood had mentioned to yeah. MLK, he was hated at one point, but then when his death came, he was martyred. Yeah. He's you know, but, he's uh, a symbol for the African-American community here in this country. And that's, yeah. you know, that's something that's discouraging to see too at the same time. Does your help that you try to bring in go yeah. void to mm-hmm. But that makes you, that, dramatic happen? That makes like, who would want to step up knowing that that could possibly happen to you? Nobody want to take those reins. Nobody going to want to step out there and do that shit, man. Like I'm, it's damn near like 99%, you are going to end up being murdered. Yeah, the best, the, best, kind of the best person to do it, you need power behind you. And they say there's no such thing in America as individual power. You have this is a power relationship between groups. Right. The only reason Trump can be so powerful is because white people are so powerful. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 If, if white people weren't so powerful, you couldn't have a Trump be mm. what it is. Mm. So that's why you can have a Farrakhan because Farrakhan has, you know, he has the nation of Islam behind him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just harder not to get to you. That's not what I mean, but just yeah. like, you have an organizational structure and power behind you. Gotcha. So I don't know, maybe somebody, we get somebody coming up through, but a lot of them people from the grassroots don't want to be in these organizations. They don't want to be in the Black Caucus. They don't want to be in the, uh, I don't know if they want to be in the National Urban League. I don't know if they want to be 
Because it's hard to see what you're doing. I don't know if it's really been advertised to a point like, hey, what are you doing for the community? How are you helping the community grow? And I'm not saying that they're not doing that. You know what I mean? They could be doing everything, but I just don't know what I don't know. I think right now it's at this point where we might not necessarily need like somebody in the forefront, but everybody needs to make incremental changes in their lives, progress and move forward. We talk about the financial freedom, the financial literacy, the mental health. All these little things, if you keep focusing on this and like you say, hey, we'll focus on improving 1% per day, then we'll start seeing promising change because it's not going to be in our generation. It'll be a couple of generations down before it really gets to the point where it needs to be. I know it's sad to say and sad to see, but it it might be the cure. You know what I mean? Maybe. I challenge any parents on here listening to this. Next time your child act up, instead of giving them a whipping, uh, print out an MLK speech and make them copy that shit word for word. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Or anybody good speech. MLK, when I was reading the text for this thing, you get to really see what yeah, that man ain't gonna lie. He speak kind of slow, and I'm not with the preacher talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just talk normal. <laughs> just let's get through this. You know what I'm saying? So reading the text, reading the text is good for me. <laughs> It'd be like the boondock, you know, boondock saying MLK. <laughs> Disrespectful Lord ass niggas. <laughs> This is what I got my ass beat for. Shout out to the Boondocks, man. It's coming back too. Now it's good, man. You got anything? Anybody else got anything you want to add on conscious news before we move forward? No. I don't know none of this story. I need to go read this shit myself. It's I'm crazy. over, I'm over here learning. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that Dr. Martin Luther King has books. Yeah, read the core tell. A lot of people don't know this. Look at Core Tell Pro, bro. Core Tell Pro is crazy. It's like, wow. They got rid of these people. Like, it's shit scary. Like, they... They about to get Dr. Claude next, bro. Telling you. I'm scared for them. They deleting all his videos off of YouTube, man. I mean, a lot of these people are already under the under the thumb. They just don't know they it. They just watching. I yeah. guarantee you, they already looking at the uh, Tariq Nasheed, mm. the who do the Hidden Colors videos. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they coming ahead. Probably Boyce Watkins. They watching. Umar Johnson. Mm-hmm. Oh on yeah, him. yeah. They definitely on him. <laughs> but see, that's a, that's the that's the problem that I see, man. It's like, yeah, all these, be on us if we keep on. Yeah, I mean, I'm, all the, all the people <laughs> that we're talking about right now, man, is like. They can't get the fucking protection because we don't protect each other as a people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when I put them fucking quotes up, I be meaning that shit. Like, where is the fucking support at? That shit is stupid to me, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but why? at the same time, I mean, you just gotta like me. I just have the mindset. I don't care who sees it as long as I'm my intent is good and I'm mm-hmm. always trying to give. It's gonna it's gonna bear fruit. Of course, it'll get to who who's supposed to see it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. That's the mindset. You're doing the right thing. Keep doing it. Hell, I see it. So, no doubt. Good job. Well, let's get to our main topics, fellas. We're going to talk about the top stresses of men and especially black men um, in the United States. So, um, shout out to Haywood. He sent us a uh, little piece um, The Five Stresses of Black Men. And it's I. Um, from the Alpha website. Yeah, I'm looking at mm-hmm. that down now. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, came from uh, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Why are you yeah, giving him a shout out right now? Give him a shout out, man. What are you doing? Ain't no hater. We the best. I mean, you, yeah, yeah, man. You ain't got to be no hater. I'm just saying. You watch what names you say on this show. You say A Phi A. A P A. A P A. I ain't never heard that. I ain't never heard that. It's pretty funny. 
But no, we definitely wanted to, um, you know, touch on this, um, you know, our mental health episode. Want to bring that back a little bit, have some conversations, might give you a little bit of updates on where we are personally, too, at the same time. But of course, you know, mental health is a big thing in African-American community. It's growing at a rapid pace. Um, Adult blacks are 20 percent more likely to experience serious mental health problems compared to the general population. Only 6.6 percent of black men use mental health services in the last year. Mm. And of course, you guys know here at the table that I'm certainly a proponent of therapy. Yeah. Um, I go to therapy uh, now. Just started about six months ago. Definitely been uh, something that's eye opening for me. Along with us doing this episode here has been a form of therapy too. Just mm-hmm. being able to express my thoughts and not really try to filter myself and not worry about what the world has to say. Um, constant exposure to stressors over a prolonged period of time can contribute to chronic health conditions and exacerbate mental illness. Um, the five sources of mental stress among black <clears throat> men are money and finances, race and racism, Sorry, I didn't get- jobs and career, relationships and family, and of course, just your personal health and illness um, as a whole. So, of course, we to just bring it out to the table, man, and kind of see, you know, what you guys thought about just the, the um, you know, the plight, the African-American male as it relates to stress, man, and, you know how you guys are progressing, how you guys are moving forward since we had that last conversation. No one's jumping off. Uh, I feel like I don't want to jump it off. But, all right. Well, I think um, different different people and different people at this table will have different, out of these five uh, finances, race, jobs, relationships, and health, I think all of us will have different kind of experiences in terms of like, what's the the biggest stress but i think uh when i think about the one that's most in our control i think those are the ones we should be able to uh focus on the uh, <clears throat> within each of these realms there's things we can do yeah and i think creating um habits and positive <clears throat> ways to express ourselves in uh in these manners is very important so what i mean by that is I feel like everybody has something that you do to decompress, something you do to, I don't even want to say de-stress, but it's something that makes you feel alive, something that brings you peace right. in some way. And so these things can be either positive or negative. You know what I mean? But mm. you're going to find something to feel it. It could be Netflix and chill. It could be going to the gym. It could be calling your friend, go, or it could be going to the podcast, or it could be going smoking crack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But everybody going to have a thing, and it's just like, what do you... Do you have something that's positive that you can can be an outlet for you? And I think that's what's very important. Yeah. Um, don't have hobbies that you love, but then they, you know, they deleterious to your health or deleterious to your relationship and your family. You're trying to find the right outlets that create balance and create a synergy as opposed to making you unbalanced in another thing. Because if you was bad with money, then that's the number one reason for divorce and family. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, man, but if you ain't got no money, you ain't got no job. You know what I'm saying? Because it's racist. Your name is Quintavious. You know, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Low key, I just thought about this. Like my my picture, I got a picture of me with my camera on my resume. I'm going to take this shit off. I'm gonna take that shit out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they say it's a creative <clears throat> resume though. Like it's it's because it's, it's not like it's yeah, a video resume. Yourself, yeah. Yeah. So, so but but trash. it's a little. It's a. I'll show you. It's very. I mean, it's very clean looking. And everything, but I don't just don't want to give me a reason. You know what I'm saying? Why? Yeah. Why give me a reason? 
And that's just something to the black man. And I hate, I remember my mama told me she wanted to give us like regular, like regular names. Like yeah. Chad. <clears throat> Rick Chad, you know, David, David, <laughs> David can go, David can be yeah. anything. But yeah, she she was very uh, adamant about that. And I think mm. that's sad because I don't see Mexican people like, I don't want to name my daughter Maria. Mm. I don't want to name my, 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 my son Jose. Especially you know. in these times. <clears throat> They're trying to yeah, build a wall up to keep them My son is Mason Aiden. You know what I mean? I don't know. Um, <clears throat> just kind of piggyback on it. I mean, and I'll give you guys a progression of where I was six months ago, man. I definitely in a better place than what I was back then. Mm -hmm. And I could tell you, just for the sake of transparency, I struggle with every single um, uh, stressor here that's on this page, man. Of course, with money, I was in a, in a position where I was living paycheck to paycheck. Mm -hmm. As soon as I got the money, I was spending it. Didn't have the financial literacy that I have now. And, you know, struggled on that front. Um, I think oh, the yeah, biggest thing that I, um, the biggest thing that I uh, observed about myself sure. over the six month period that I started, uh, therapy is that I've always put myself in a position where I've tried to please other people mm -hmm. and I wasn't pleasing myself. I always mm -hmm. did things that were outside <clears throat> of my normal character stuff that I didn't feel comfortable with doing because I wanted everybody to like me. Right. And you can see that from, you know, adolescence all the way up until this point right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, it's liberating to this point now because I don't have that stress anymore, or at least I'm fighting against that. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to recognize it. It's like, hey, you don't do that. Why are you doing that? Mm -hmm. you, you don't. Yeah, that's not something be. that you that you want to do. That's why I, I don't feel bad about certain things. Mm -hmm. You know, when people say, hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to go do this now. Nah. Like. Just gonna chill, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gonna chill at the house yeah. with the family. I'll be right here till you get back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We'll have another time to do it at another day. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you don't rock with me at that point, then understand we weren't meant to be together. The exactly. ones that are meant to be there for me and meant to be with me are gonna be there regardless. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I need to make sure that I'm putting my arms around them and making sure that I love on them in a meaningful way, whether it be friends, family, associates, mm -hmm. coworkers, whoever it may be. Um. But I, I had, did have a point where I was just dealing with some stuff where like anxiety was just on high alert at all times, man, because I was just afraid of, you know, what people are thinking or what they're going to do. Or if I'm going to succeed as a whole, that's a big thing for me. Yeah. It's just being a failure at anything and not really, you know, you know, worried about how I'm going to progress the future by doing what I need to do today. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I need to create my past like I'm doing. I need to create the past right now. Mm. This is something that I wanted to do. This is what I need to do. So I'm gonna put all my energy into that and try to make sure that it manifests and, flour and flourish into something great because I know this is what I wanted to do, um, you know, in relation to, uh, you know, a passive career right. uh, for myself. And then I want this to grow into something more to get to a point where I'm not even working for anybody. I'm working, yeah. for, working for myself. That's the ultimate goal at the end of the day. I'm taking, like I said, like Jeremy said, at the tip of the week, I'm surrounding myself with people that will help me progress and move forward in that position. Like you guys don't know it, but I take something from you guys, you know, because I, I find strengths in you. Like Jeremy, for instance, I take his financial literacy, his, you know, his frugality and how he's, you know, careful with money and makes the right decisions and invest in himself and grow. Haywood, I've been, I've always been engaged in his creativity and what he's brought to the table, his thought process. He questions everything. He doesn't leave anything out on the table. Right. I admire that. That's a trait that I want for myself with both of you. Chad, your go-getter attitude, like anything that you put your mind to, you run into it. You don't give a damn what people think about it. Mm -hmm. I don't God have it. That's right. something that I'm lacking. 
So of course, those are those are reasons why I surround myself with you guys because right. I want to see myself get to that point or at least get fifty percent more. Right. You know, down yeah. that to that level, so I can be the optimum me right. that I can be. And of course, I try to you know <clears throat> give that to you guys. I'll send Jeremy podcasts in the morning. Mm -hmm. Hey, would have sent me the towel. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Readings, Chad. We go back and forth on putting comments on um, mm -hmm. on the Facebook page and stuff like that. And that's that. Those are certain things where. If you keep putting positivity in front of you over and over again, eventually your mind is not going to have a choice but to grasp onto that and try to progress and move forward and get better. And that's what I want to do for everybody else too. Podcasts. That's real good. Most of my my choices now that I think about it, dog, I didn't like my job, bro. Yeah. Dog, that shit fucking like the rigidness of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just not meant for somebody like. Monday's the thought like of like, to I sit. gotta wake up, I gotta wake up <laughs> and, and think about it. Y'all know, like <clears throat> everybody at this table know, like waking up, you gotta wake up, you gotta fix your food, you gotta get your clothes ready. Then if you got the babies, you gotta get the babies up, you gotta get the baby school. She go to monastery school, they don't have lunch. I probably wouldn't trust what they eat either. So I may, I may petition just in the morning. I gotta get myself together, I gotta get baby lunch. And and clothes. I gotta get my gym bag. I gotta get my lunch and breakfast. Yeah. And then I gotta get all this strapped up and I gotta go leave before the sun come up. And I'm coming home when the sun come down. Yeah. And it's something that I don't feel aligned 100% with my values. Yes. Oh. I so I, I always say in my speech, there's three questions. There's three questions I think a man gotta get right in his life for him to be happy. Number one, who am I? Two, what am I here to do? And three, who am I here to do it with? And I always say, if you get two of them right, you like pretty doing pretty good. Mm -hmm. But if you got one of them right, or none of them right, then you like stress. Yeah, you stressed in a motherfucker like because you don't know what you're doing and you with the wrong people. Yeah, you ain't got no people to love you and you know mm -hmm. or to love them back. That's just rough, man. Yeah. So, but dip, dip, depending on your values. You know what I mean? The the what to do, what am I supposed to do in my life is the one was hitting a little harder. I knew who I was, and that's what made it stressful because I knew what I was capable of. Yeah. For some exactly. people who value family more, who am I supposed to do with? That's the bigger stressor for them. But that's still a big, huge stressor because it's we don't live in a bubble, and mm -hmm. having the right people around us to share is very important. And so, but for me though specifically, the job, man, and now I have a different type of stress. I don't know how I'm paying my bills on March. That's not how it works. You take business like two months at a time. You know what I'm saying? And you yeah. just, and then, because I know next month I'm going to get a call for a certain amount of money. I'm like, cool. So you can't even overly worry like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's a different type of stress that I traded to get rid of the other stress. You got to focus on your craft and make sure your craft is not. You got to be a businessman who does video. You see what I'm saying? Wow. I can't be always worried about the art and the craft. I gotta be like, this is my price. Okay, cool. You don't want it. I gotta walk away. Yeah. Even though yeah. I eat that shit, I gotta be, yeah. I gotta be like, eh. <clears throat> if I get bogged down on little itty bitty jobs, then when the big one come on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. I, so anyway, that's been my biggest stress uh -huh. in the past. So I had to make a move, and that's what I did. That sometimes stress makes you move. It makes movement and it gets you out of your comfort zone so you can do that. It was so uncomfortable, so Oh, I had to make a move. Yeah. Taught myself video, and I had to do that. So yeah. don't get yourself to a point where you're forced. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that's, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Man. You want to go? Yeah. So 
out of the uh, the stressors that that Dame talked about, I struggle with surprisingly money and finances. That I actually stress over that, which uh, that's why that's you Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I view it as, of course, I know I'm not married, don't have any kids and stuff like that. But you know, eventually I'm gonna get married. Eventually I'm gonna have kids, and I want to be in a certain financial situation right. where I can be able to support my family and then also pass down a legacy to my my. Uh, my next generation and the following generation. So that's I, crazy. I see that as a strength for you. You see yeah, it as a stress. Yeah, but 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 I go to, <sighs> I go to certain limits uh, that that I that I shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? I, I I need to enjoy life a whole lot more as opposed to being so frugal yeah. and, and saving money and stuff like that. That's so have, have, really you, have, have you unpacked that? Have you unpacked that? Why like, I did that? Yeah, like why you? Because t- it's nothing wrong with being tight. Because yeah. like you said, we're. We admire that about right, it. Yeah. But it is sometimes it is like you said, sometimes it's a lie. And many times that's embedded in some incident that happened. I don't know. So have you ever thought about because <laughs> when you ask why something happened three times, yeah. you're like, well, maybe it was it could be something small, like one time my dad said something and I and and as a kid you make a connection. Yeah, yeah, and then that. Well, my my dad is real frugal though. Really, my yeah, my dad, lost. yeah, my dad was dirt poor. Like he, uh, like yeah, that's he true. never knew where he was. His next meal was coming. Okay, so you know what I'm saying. Go. So he embedded that in me. So how how did it look? Like was it things he would say? Yeah, just the things that he would say. Uh, his actions. Uh, he, he got like, me to go meet a, a financial advisor. I was like in seventh or eighth grade or whatever. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's kind of why I chose finance. Did he say things? Did he say things like when you were like when you wanted things like we can't afford that, or did he like did he say stuff like that? No, not necessarily. Because I mean, he got me, he got me really any and everything I wanted. But I mean, he he uh, he taught me how to save money. I mean, I got a I got a a debit card when I was sixteen. He opened up account for me, Mm -hmm. Uh, and he'd always be like, I'd be like, Hey, Dad, can I have that? He's like, Yeah, spend your money. And I'm like, I got to spend my money. He's like, Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I learned. I learned that early. That's good teaching. And that's right what there. I said. That's a that's a good lesson. So it's not like to a point where you would feel like that's an abusive thing. It's more yeah. so, yeah, like hey, good to me. I'm I'm trying to prepare you for what life has to offer because I was in a position where I was just spending money. Like as soon as I got it, mm-hmm. I was there. I'll get paid on Friday, be broke by Monday yep. or Tuesday. Like that's how it used to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the at the same time, <clears> even though you know you you harp on the frugality side of it, I've I mean, you travel, stuff like that. You do good things. So I don't think that you're 100% free. A lot of time, I just be playing with you about not spending money. <laughs> nah, I get it. But I didn't want to interject, man. I want oh, you no, to no, you good. And then the, uh, the other thing that I struggle with is uh, it's my job, man. My job be stressful as hell. And yeah. it's, it's, just, it's just the nonstop of it. And, uh, you know, truthfully, I would like to switch careers. But again... I don't want to switch careers and do what I want to do because I don't feel like I'm financially stable enough to do it. I need to get to a certain point. You got a dollar amount in your head or you got a dollar amount put down? Kind of sort of. Yeah. 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 I would focus on that. Uh, it's I like without, think, but, you know, but it's hands and butts. You got compact. We talked about this. Yeah. You know, we talked about this. It's a legacy, though. He's personally, I think you're personally in a position. No, you're not doing, yeah. It's it's arbitrary, though. It's It doesn't make, it's it's a, even if that number, that number doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a number that you assign value to. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no financial freedom number that everybody's shooting for. You know what I'm saying? Like, it depends on, you know, and, and, and if anything, you've done your part. 
one big part of wealth is getting married. You know what I'm saying? To be yeah. honest, like building wealth and you got a, a thing. So I don't know, man. I'm I'm excited. I told you I'm excited to see how you make some changes this 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 year because I know the job stress is real thing. We've all had like places where you don't feel like it's in alignment and right. bring and and see when you talked about did we talk about was it on camera that you say you binging was that uh, uh Netflix was that on camera? No, I don't think it was. I don't think it was on, on camera. But yeah, I'll, but I'll but binge. when you taxing yourself during the day, I don't want to do nothing. You don't want to do shit when you come yeah. home, bro. Like I I. Dude, I get so anxious at work. It's crazy. Like there will be like three or four hours I'll go by. I don't even have the opportunity to look at my phone, bro. That's how, yeah. through, that's how I'm going through emails, dog. Jeremy don't text a lot in the group text. Yeah, he, you know, <laughs> he's busy. Yeah. 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 Like when I get a chance, I look through it to see if I see my name, and if I don't see my yeah, name, Mr. Five jokes that I put out there. <laughs> <laughs> Your name was 117 texts ago. <laughs> <laughs> No, hey, we like talked about that an hour ago. Goddamn, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of text. Yeah, it's a lot of text. Now, yeah, but, but come home and be done, mentally done. <laughs> no, yeah, bro. yeah, and that, yeah. And that's that's no way to live. That's just and it, it makes things tough because I don't want to direct my energy towards anything else at all. I just yeah. want to just relax and and chill. And I don't think I'm bettering myself by doing stuff like that. So maybe I do make need to make a a move in in the near future. I always say that. I never do shit though. That's that's the thing about it though. You gotta clean up their resume. You gotta just start making yeah. baby steps, bro. And get mm. your accountability partner. Otherwise, we ain't gonna know. I guarantee yeah. you, it's it's all about like just doing those incremental things. Cause yeah, one man. of the things I started doing, I'm working on another project and I told you about it. I've been working Did with uh, Ethan. Oh Shout yeah, 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 Ethan. yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I've been studying and like taking notes and stuff like that. But as I start doing that and taking notes, like the engagement like picks up, like the neurons start firing a hundred percent. I'm like, okay. I think I want to do this, yeah. like passively. I want to do this part time on top of my job and the podcast because I think I can manage this. So mm. it's it's one of those things. It's just the engagement aspect of it. I mean, even if you got to start small, I know you want to coach, so you need to get out there and get. I don't know if they got little dribblers and nothing like that, like in San Antonio, um, but like getting in like the little league teams. Yeah, you you got to coach down for here. that. Yeah, yeah, I'm over here next oh, week. Come on, back down. Yeah. yeah, next week is a wrap. Yeah, Become man. awesome again up there. Hey, you coach my boys' team because I ain't gonna have time for it. Get them right, man. Get them right to the league, <laughs> you know, You go out there and be sorry. Shit. <laughs> That's cold, man. <laughs> now, nah, but it was good, I though. Was like, my mental you. health state, uh, you know, I went and saw my therapist this past week. It's probably been uh, probably about a month, <clears throat> probably a little bit more since the last time I saw her. And, uh, you know, I had a situation where I kind of relapsed and kind of went back to, uh, you know, small state of depression and stuff like that yeah uh i mean that's expected uh during the time frame of the holidays with you know a lot of my family's past and stuff like that uh so but no it was good it was very positive um you know she asked me you know what are some things that i'm I'm gonna start doing for myself um and um yeah things things getting better man it's what's up man yeah i love it i love it baby that's great my turn. What's up, Chad? Ah, so when I say this shit, y'all probably gonna be like, "Whatever, you fucking lying." Um, <laughs> my biggest stressor at one point in time was doing things, accomplishing things, and then like nobody recognized that shit. So it was like, "What the fuck am I doing this for?" You know what I'm saying? Like that was a huge thing for me. But I had never ever been like that, and I figured out why about. About three weeks ago now, I had a conversation with my brother. And 
basically let him know and my mom and my dad know that you guys have not been in my life or know anything about me since I was 13 years old. And it was like, a sh it, it hit me so hard that like, I couldn't stop crying. And me and my brother had this conversation that was like 12, 30 minutes and I let him have it. Let him know exactly how I feel. Yeah. And after I did that, when I tell y'all, when I talk about this transcendent shit, it was like, none of this other shit matters at all. When I tell you, I do not give a fuck. I don't. I don't worry about no money. I don't worry about race. I don't worry about my job. I have one. I don't worry about relationship. I'm in one and I'm working, communicating now. You know what I'm saying? All that shit is a hell of a lot better. And that everything is bringing me back full circle. What you said about having um, people in your life, um, I left that shit. Like, you know how we were. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if y'all didn't know, like, we fucking work out every goddamn weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like, we was, I was there at his house watching football, all that shit. And then, like, boom, just gone. You know what I'm saying? Left out there because I wanted to be an FBI agent. Shit didn't work out for me. And then when I looked at it, I'm like, bro, just me and Andrea out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have nothing out here. So we had our child. We came back, and it's almost like this is where I'm supposed to be. Because as soon as I got back here, shit just started rolling, started rolling. But Oh, around people, around people. Yeah, about, back to around yeah, people yeah. that, you know what I'm saying, yeah. that support you, push you in the right direction. But I can't imagine, like, only your wife, you need more people. Bro, you need more perspective. Man. Remember I say yeah. you need different people? I don't, I'm going to get tired of that woman. Man. I'll be real. I wasn't tired of my woman. But us, I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm speaking for myself. We were tired. Right? <laughs> you got to step, I get yeah. what you're saying, you got to step away sometimes. You can't just yeah. be around 24-7. Yeah. You know well, yeah, because you, I you, love you, need, you, but damn. you know, just like you need time at the podcast, she need time with yeah, her girls. And exactly. girls so, you know, I feel, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. But when I when I when I tell y'all though, like I I don't worry about any of this shit no more because I know in time it's going to be fixed because I'm doing the work to make it fixed. You feel me? That's yeah. that's how I am right now. Like with with Andrea, I mean, she's slowly but surely seeing it. Understand what I'm saying, sir? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I say I don't, I don't care about stuff. I don't, I don't worry no more. Cause it's, what's the point? You know what I'm saying? What's the point of me except that worrying about? Oh shit, man! I ain't gonna be able to pay my lights. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna get fucking turned off. What I'm gonna do? Tomorrow's gonna be the same fucking thing. You gotta find a fucking solution. That's where I'm at right now in my life, man. I'm telling you, bro. Like I feel elevated. Yeah. I'm in a gym. And I never thought I'd be doing this. I'm in a gym, bro, and I'm singing out loud to myself. I know I'm singing, and I don't care who the hell I'm bothered up in there. And I look around, and people be fucking bobbing their heads. Yeah, I done met the hell out of me, bro. I done <laughs> met. I'm telling you, I done met. I done met so many people in the gym from that shit alone. You know what I'm saying? And develop healthy relationship with these people, yeah. like awesome, and got them to tune into the show. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. so. I'm at, right now, I'm at a place, bro, I'm telling y'all, if y'all could get there, y'all know what I'm talking about, but this shit right here is nothing to me at all. Yeah. You feel me? That's what's up, man. What do y'all think is the biggest one for black men? I, I think, I think, I Race. think, I think, <laughs> and money. well, the thing is that's invisible. I feel like shit, a lot of our problems shot. as people would be solved with money, not all of them. I think it's but I, there's a lot of a lot of stuff you be, you can get done, but I think our relationships is affected by our lack of money too. Yes, what I'm saying. Yeah, that I feel like when you get money, saying, bro. Uh, I mean, you settle down. I bet you, you know, you could. 
I know many people, I know a lot of men, and I was like this, if I don't feel good financially, I'm not getting married. I'm yeah. not asking, I'm not fixing yeah. a woman to be no in a marriage relationship because I feel like I got to buckle down. Yeah, right. Half of our problems, if you could write a check to fix it, to pay for a babysitter so you can go on a date with your wife, yeah. or you can, you know what I'm saying, send your baby to the better school or, you know, whatever. So finances is big, man. We've talked about financial literacy. It ain't it ain't everything, but it's it's a lot. Yeah. Now, I I mean, I think it, like, like Jeremy said, the relationship like, yeah. family, because I think it's just a root of everything. Like, if your money's not right, your relationship's not going to be right. If your health is not right, your relationship's not going to be right because somebody's having to take care of you. Um, same thing with jobs and career. I I mean, race race and racism, it's kind of, it is what it is. It's like, it's some shit that you can't change, so why even put energy towards trying to, uh, you know, mess with it? Now, I will say with that being said, don't put yourself in a position where you're just getting disrespected. Like, if you had a job where they are blatantly disrespecting you because of the color of your skin, you get out that damn place because it's not good for you. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's one of those things. I wish I was at a at a level like you, Chad. I still have stuff that I struggle with. I mean, they're, like I told Jeremy, so, like some days are good, some days are bad, some days are excellent. Now, I have more great days than I have bad days, right. but... At the same time, I'm more focused on recognizing what that trigger was to get me to that point and then understand that, hey, you need to stop living the moment, reset, get yourself back right. You know what your goals are. Stop being impatient, mm. get disciplined, do what you got to do and keep rolling. And that's that's kind of how it's been, you know, at this point right mm. now, like developing those personal mantras. And a lot of the times it's more so how I start the day is how my day is going to really you know turn up mm. turn out to be like i have a couple of um short podcasts that i listen to in the morning like optimum living daily optimal finance daily mm -hmm. um optimum health daily i listen to all of those it's like uh eight to ten minutes for each one each morning mm. and it's about a 30 minute drive to get to work mm -hmm. but it puts me in that mindset to always you know think about discipline think about progression think about where you want to be financially and get to those goals. And then when I get to work, I'm ready to take off running and do what I, you know, what I need okay. to do. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So you got to get that idea in your head, man. And you got to trick your brain. Out. Your yeah. brain is it's gonna do its own thing if you let it. So if you if you filling it with you know negativity, mm -hmm. of course, all it's gonna do is bear that fruit. It's gonna bring negativity out. You're gonna start thinking negative, you're gonna start doing negative. That's why you watch that circle, bro. That's why you watch the circle. Because that circle, whoever, yeah. I mean, we all good right now. Just one of us can be like, man, fuck, man, I'm having a bad ass day. I'm, I'm sick of this shit, bro. I, I'm, I'm, fuck this. And I swear, like, if you have that mindset, it'll creep up on you so quick and you feel the same goddamn way too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I had to find a balance. I was watching the Aaron Hernandez shit earlier and then I was like, man, I got to find something funny. Cause she was, a, <laughs> she was a downer a little bit. You, say, you know what I'm saying? Just to kind of bring myself back level. You know what I'm saying? Let's say he go punch his mama, bro. He yeah, said, yeah, "I was yeah, there with you right now. I punch you." I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. <laughs> no, the AB, uh, who's uh, the owner of this gym that we in right now, uh, he's real good with quotes. And I remember one time he came and he said something to me, uh, and I think he shares a lot of perspectives in terms of stress. And he was like, "It's a." Your problem is you think you shouldn't have no problems. And I, and I thought about it and he alluded to, you know, things happen to us and nothing is really for you or against you. It's all for the purpose and the spiritual and personal cultivation. Ding, 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 ding. And yeah. when you put 
You can, mm-hmm. but we are able to assign meaning to things. Mm-hmm. And we could always be like, something that bad happened. Let me give you an example. I'm dealing with some stuff right now with uh, a contractor right now. It's a big university. It takes forever to get paid. It takes like so oh, damn yeah. slow. Oh, you yeah. know the money coming. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So just like, I'm like, cool. I could be like, man, this is horrible. Or I could be like, man, I need to refine my processes to make sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, see it. And I could be like, damn, this was good for me. You know what I mean? Um, I can't be on this podcast, if, to be honest, if, if me and mother and my child were together. I can't leave the, the week. I can't leave every every once yeah, a week. I, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So certain things happen. I don't think I would be left my job mm-hmm. and be able to do video and be able to have two different lives. So it's just like when we put, we assign meaning to things and sometimes we misdiagnose things. Yeah, and we give something a bad value, and yep. really is good, mm-hmm. or even we assign something that's good is really bad for you. So, um, if you look at problems, you be like, "This is a test for me to figure out the lesson and work through it." I feel like it helps you be like, "Are you really stressed?" Because, like I said, stress is stuff that money can't fix, right. or you know what I'm saying, like your mama got cancer. You know what I'm saying, some right, shit like right, like right, ain't no right. amount of money gonna fix that, or you know what I'm saying, you're you're. I don't know, like your daughter hates you or something, or I don't know, it's just like some yeah. terrible type stuff. But most of our stuff are, are things we can work through. And if we open to getting the lesson, then we can then move. Because yeah. a lot of people, if you didn't have no stress, you would never get out of your fucking comfort zone. That's true. Ever. Yeah, that's true. Ever. Because adversity ever. builds character. Builds yes. yes, it does. And I had a lot of adversity in my they, life. They always talk about when you're trying to do uh, like challenges and make people uh, move the pain the the threat of of losing something or pain is much more motivating than the added the the benefit of gaining something so when you want to motivate something you be like i'm gonna take something away from you as opposed to i'm gonna give you something yeah yeah if you, if you be like i'm gonna drain your bank account as opposed to give you you know double what's in your bank account. you you honestly what registers is is the pain mm-hmm. yeah yeah so that's crazy yeah. man that's I didn't even think about it like that. A lot of it, the stresses that we bring on ourselves, the choices that we make, and all like, of it like is, that. Yeah, man. It's like so. It's like, yeah. dude, I went to when I went to Colombia and you watched my video yeah, how we was, was in the cable cars and I seen how people was living. Bro, we good. We're good, man. Like some we have American problems sometimes. Yeah, and, I, and that doesn't mean it's not real stresses, but in comparison to some of those things, and you kind of, I always want to remember that ride because I always want to remember how certain people were living. They was just still beautiful people, but they were just worried about day to day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just making it. And I'm over here worried about, you know, fulfilling my purpose or something that in that in the sense of that, in the sense of survival. Sounds seems, crazy. Yeah. Seems like, damn, are you worried about that? You know? Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to eat. Yeah. That's funny, it's like when you say that just the spectrum that we're on, it's like, oh, we both experiencing the same type of mental trauma. If it makes sense, no, I'm worried. You worried about your purpose, but that person's worried about their next meal. Mm-hmm. It's like, are y'all at the same level of stress? Because that's all they know, right? Versus what you've been exposed to. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's it's kind of one of those. It's kind of one of those things that you know. I don't want to say um, you know, stop, for lack of a better word, stop being a bitch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, this Basically. is all you got going on. But at the same time, is that if you never experienced something as traumatic mm-hmm. as that. Mm-hmm. Why can't I, how can I fault you for feeling that way? Yeah. 
you know, yeah. about you not getting your purpose. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. I'm more empathetic to people nowadays. It used to be, you know, back in the day when, you know, somebody would tell me something I would think would be superficial as far as how they feel. And I'd be like, man, get over that shit. It ain't, yeah. it ain't shit. Yeah. And now I'm more like, all right, yeah, like, I understand you going yeah. through something. Yeah. You know mm. what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. Let me help you through it, or do I need to give you some space? Mm. That's emotional maturity. That's emotional intelligence. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That, and that's kind of where I'm at right now with it. So, I mean, it's it's a process that's growing. I'm glad to see that I'm constantly learning. I'm not thinking the same way that I was <coughs> like 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and trying to be an impact, you know, in that level, man. Like so, after, uh, last week we talked about spirituality and uh, a little bit. We talked about the church, but I alluded to uh, African spirituality, which is very broad. But one of the things that I really love, um, especially in um, in Nile Valley spirituality, is they say like your your regular state is peace. That's your regular state, not up, not down, just peace. You know what I'm saying? And so things happen to. To bring you up to the end in the in the gift and the joy and the purpose is no matter what happens it you, you you take joy in things that happen but you know there's an impermanence of it and you be like i don't get too high because i know this is a fleeting moment but this is how much is enjoy it yeah. and then when the storms come i know this is temporary and i know this is a test and i go back to that peace mm. you know that's 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 what we're supposed to be like so i'm, I'm trying to stress peace in 2020 yeah. not 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 being elated and joyful because you can find try to find peace in whatever situation you're in yeah. whether you're where you want to be or just on the journey of where you want to be yeah you know what that makes i like far? that yeah you know so, i like that i like that man this has been another one man it's been another good episode of the why not podcast yeah. of course man we want to keep challenging our people to grow consciously a call to action man please like subscribe leave reviews leave comments that helps people see us if you tell a friend to tell another friend and that friend tells another friend that's nothing but a blessing for us man but we love y'all peace peace, peace. y'all bye bye <laughs>